that situation. Yeah. So yeah. what he asked for the his baby mama to get abortion. That's fine. You know. Yeah. Pressured her. Whatever. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what. Now we know 100% he's never coming to the Patriots. No, never. Well, maybe. Who knows? No, Bob Kraft would never. any Anything like that? Nope. Thunder wouldn't like that. No, exactly. Robert, how are you tonight? Doing well. Yourself? Good. Richard? No Richard tonight. Oh, he's oh. out in Vegas and City on some work trip. So yep. it's just me and you tonight. Uh, and if you're a young Filipino boy in Las Vegas, watch out. Yeah, you're going to get a lot of money. And uh, don't tell Ingrid. But anyway, uh, Bobby, I just want to start off this cold open with uh, school vacation week is the fucking worst. Why these kids get so many goddamn vacation days is beyond me. I fucking hate it because you got to coddle them. You got to fucking do shit with them. So you're spending an arm and a leg traveling around the fucking state or region to do shit with your children. It's just bullshit. Teachers have it so made they don't even understand. I would sit into a class and probably in the worst school district right now. Just so I know that I have every month I have a fucking week's vacation or not. I have a teacher workshop day where we workshop shit. It's just such bullshit. I'm fucking sick of it. Sick of it, Bobby. Consider a career change and become a teacher. I could see you molding young minds. Like Fulton? You think I could do with Mr. Fulton? Oh, yeah. You definitely give off PE teacher vibes. And then teach health class. That'd be great. You get to see, you could like see pictures of penises and vaginas and teach young children about those things. Uh, I remember a lot of time off. A lot of time off. I remember Mr. Cast, uh, seventh grade. We were in health class, and he made us like all write down like swear words that like just so we were all comfortable. Like he was gonna read them out loud. And I remember Bill Gately fucking put cunt up there. I didn't know what it was back in seventh grade, and he's just he like refused to say. He's like, I'm not saying that. I, I just can't. <laughs> he just fucking erased it. That was like when I first got introduced introduced to the word cunt. It was in seventh grade because of Bill. I, that wasn't like I, I don't remember this. That that is like a swear word that we were into in high school. Oh no, man. No, I, I yeah, I, was, I think it was out of high school. It was definitely out of high school when it yeah. became big. Or, into it my was vocabulary. a word that we knew, but it wasn't like it wasn't like a go to. Yeah. We well, Bobby, the, the tradition, you know, traditional. Yeah, just the fuck. Yeah. yeah. Bitch. Yeah. That's big four. The big four. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Bobby. Let's uh let's throw it over to some opening takes and I'll go first because it part was part of school vacation week. I took my kids to the basketball hall of fame yesterday. What a fucking dump. If you're gonna be in a hall of fame, don't be in a fucking strip mall. Make it a little bit more prestigious, like a building of your own, not across from a fucking casino either in the slums of Springfield, Massachusetts. I was totally, totally disappointed. No lie. $69 to get in. Nice. And it took me two hours and 20 minutes, probably two hours and 30 minutes because my daughter puked in my car on the ride down. So it took me two hours and 30 minutes to get there. Uh, I spent a probably max hour there, like in and out, three floors in and out. Nothing really to see. Kids were kind of impressed, but I was like, this is fucking bullshit. So tonight, I think we're going to start the trend of starting fixed sports, and we're going to start with the Hall of Fame tonight. That is my opening take. We'll get into it much more later on in the show. But, Bobby, what is your opening take? Uh, Well, my opening take is thank God that there's an adult in the room for the New England Patriots, it appears. At least somebody was able to get up there and put together a coherent sentence about football. Uh, Elliot Wolf, at least he sounds like he knows what he's doing, uh, was confident in himself enough to just discuss basic principles about football and things that he would like to do. Uh, And then Gerard Mayo spoke once again and didn't say anything. Well, because he's a bum. Well, because he got in trouble for speaking out of turn. Yeah, he did. He got he he was corrected. 
Yeah, he was corrected. You can't be saying you're gonna spend all this money because Mr. Kraft says, "Nay, nay, we ain't spending shit. We got a lighthouse to pay for." He should have never done that. He should have. You, if he already admits that he's misspeaking, like then now every time he says anything, what's he gonna have to double talk about? Like the media is gonna be all over him for that. He should have never. No, he's gonna have an earpiece every time he goes to the stage yeah. now and make sure. And Kraft's gonna be in the other room with the radio saying, "You don't talk about money because we're not spending. You don't talk about drafting players because we're not gonna probably draft that player that everyone wants. So just shut your fucking mouth and let us do our job." Even if he did and they were like said something, if anything, if he was asked about it, he's been like, Yeah, you know, I was a little excited that day. Like just something yeah. like that. Never even don't say you misspoke. Who gives a yeah. shit? Yeah, who cares? Uh, we will be talking about that later on in the show. And for the rundown today, we are talking the Celtics and Jason Tatum get it. I'll dive deep into that later uh with our first uh, segment tonight. And then we talk about the Patriots at the draft combine. Simple Mind saves, uh, fixes the Hall of Fame, not saves it, but fixes the Hall of Fame. This or that with Bot Pod and Simplest Minds of the Week. And if you're watching on YouTube, thank you. Uh, I think we got some people in here watching right now. So thank you. We look good. Rich isn't here. And today is a leap day. So happy leap day, February 29th. Let's start the show. All right, Bobby, let's dive into it. And I, I highlighted the segment called Jason, uh, the Celtics and Jason Tatum get it. Why? I don't know if you watched the game against the uh, 76ers the other night, but media saying it, your boy Joe Mazzula saying it, it was their best game of the season. And why? Because they were shooting the threes. It wasn't going down. So what did they do? They drove and they were taking two-point shots. Something they haven't done all year. When it's cold, they stop. They just keep going. They keep shooting that three. Last game against the 76ers, it wasn't happening. They went into a new type of offense, started driving to the hole. Uh, Jalen Brown probably played one of his best games of the season. So, Bobby, I ask you, is this a one-and-done thing, or is this going to be the uh, motto for the rest of the season? Like, let's not do the live and die by three anymore. I don't know what to make of it, to be quite frank. Uh, it could be something as simple as Joel Embiid wasn't there, so the logical thing to do would be go where he ain't, go right up the gut. I mean – the, the Sixers are a one. Basically, their philosophy that game was let Maxi do whatever he want and the rest of the team blows. Uh, and he dropped like 30 something points and then, you know, they won the game going away. Uh, you know, the, the whole thing with Missoula Ball is to, you know, take the open shot and w w whatever it is that they do, they shoot the majority of threes, 30 something threes a game, something like that. This game they shot like 20. Um, so I, I don't know if he had made that specific point to do it. Um, it seems like, uh, Missoula has a little bit of a spiteful cunt in him with this whole, uh, Perkins ordeal that he's gone back and like blatantly trolled him back and forth about it. It's like, is he actually setting up a post game just to spite Kendrick Perkins? Is that possible? Uh, as we know that Missoula is a spiteful human being. So this could be in the playbook before him to say, all right, you guys don't think I can change my philosophy. Watch this. Hold, hold my beer. Hold my clipboard. Well, watch first this, of all, boys. That would personally offend me because, as the I believe I am the original person in the sports media to begin criticizing Joe Missoula. And if he's coming after anybody, it should be me, not Perkins. So you're welcome, Perkins. 
Yeah, you, I mean, it's just probably because Perkins is on TV every day. You're not there yet. I was first. You were first. You were you were the first person I knew that hated Joe Missoula as much as anyone else in Celtics Nation. You love the Celtics, yeah. just hate Joe Missoula. And- Missoula, yeah. But it's – I so I, I don't know. If anything, to me, it almost just seemed like the players are like, fuck it. Like, why are we doing this? Let's just – like, they can't – we could do whatever we want. Let's just go fucking dunk. No, I agree with you. Said what you said though. Embiid's out, so there's a big presence missing in the middle of the floor. With Embiid not there, obviously, if the three's not working, you're going to drive. But now, the next five games, that's not going to be the case because now you got the Mavericks, you got Golden State, you got the Cavs, you got the Nuggets, and then you got the Suns. Celtics are on a nine-game winning streak. Uh, they're trying to go for ten tomorrow night against the Mavericks. What do you think this run's going to look like after five games? And what would be most like? What would be the most disappointing uh, outcome for you? Uh, I so in, in this whole win streak, I think for me the most impressive thing has been how they come out in the second half. I think traditionally they come out in the third quarter and get blown off the floor usually because they don't make any adjustments, and that hasn't been happening. They've actually come out and established play in the third quarter, uh, usually winning the third quarters, and then they just kind of maintain control to kind of salt out the game. Uh, for me, that's really been the biggest uh, takeaway of it, not really that they're playing a different style of basketball. That was just really a one-game sample. Uh, but that they've how they've finished games, almost like they've learned to win. I won't say that they have, but it, it appears more like that. So for, for me, it would be to show to continue that trend that they're playing four quarters. Um, you know, whether if they go three and two, four and one, whatever, whatever it is, um, individual games won't matter, but they're big teams. So you want to play a, a good show, but it's just to really continue that trend of looking like they're not wilting down the stretch of the game. Yeah. Like you said, though, three and two, I think would be disappointing. I mean, you're going to go. You don't, want, you don't want to do that. You don't, but you, don't, you know, you, I don't know like the road splits. Are they all on the road? You know, is the travel, you know, that there's some matters. travel there, but I'm just saying like, you're playing some of the top echelon teams, like the nuggets are the defending champs. You're playing, uh, I want to see them beat the nuggets. I want to see them beat the nuggets. I want to see them fucking get the monkey off their bat, beat golden state. Uh, you know, that's yep. a big one. Cavs are the second place in the East right now, right behind you. You need to beat yep. that. That's another statement game. You don't want to lose to the Mavericks. You don't want to lose the Suns. Those guys are, uh, in the middle of the pack in the West, you want to be able to take control. You four and one would be great because maybe one of these is a back to back game. So you you take the foot off the brakes, you know, you are uh, off the gas, and you pump the brakes a little bit. You take you get some rest days in there. But four and one is something I want this team to do in this next five. Five and zero oh would be awesome. Three and two I think would be a huge huge disappointment if they go uh, yeah. three and two of this five games uh, run specifically those nuggets the, the nuggets and Cavs games because uh, i mean obviously the Cavs are going to be their direct competition if it was right now and they those teams went out that's your western conference finals um or excuse me eastern conference finals and obviously the nuggets they're the defending champions so you want to measure and yes. they kind of had a dud in that last game uh post all-star break celtics look good um they do i'll i'll, I'll give them their flowers here but they uh, they just have to keep it up. I, I don't know what it is. If there was a change in philosophy, if uh, some of these minutes that they've given some of these new guys, uh, you know, posted with the Tillman trade, um, if that's working out. But so far, so good. Um, but really, for me, it's really all about that second half performance. Before they just come out in the third quarter and the other team made an adjustment, and they were just still doing the same shit. I think I know what the uh, turn of events was for the second half of the season, Bobby. It's one Jason Tatum. 
Uh, I think the, I think Jason Tatum now is the best player in the league because yes, no, that was you, Bobby. That was all you. Uh, Jason Tatum came out after all-star weekend saying that he is the best player in the league. His words, not mine, but Jason Tatum is playing his best basketball. You think the disrespect he's getting for um, MVP voters is driving him to this next gear of his game right now, Bobby? I mean, I've always thought that Tatum doesn't get as much credit in publicity for the game that, that he's had. I think I've said that before. Um, maybe. I don't know if that's false bravado on his part. He's never been that sort of a guy um, where to make those sort of statements and have that sort of like confidence. It's something that he needs. And if he's developing, that's a good thing. Maybe Joe Missoula's soccer references are really helping him with that uh, to really bring that out of him. Uh, but I... He, he needs it. He has to develop it. He has to just be a man. I mean, kids don't win NBA championships. That's proven. It takes, you know, grown men when they're in their late 20s. That's that's when they do it. And he's really about to approach that time. He's the guy. Uh, and Porzingis has to be his number two. And maybe Jalen Brown can do something. Do you like it, though? Do you like that he came out in the media and said that? that he Yes, no, like 100%. A- that's, that's what I mean. His nuts have to drop at some point. It, you know, the the aw shucks, I'm happy to be here. You know, I got my kid with me. That t- sort of thing, like, it's played for a while. He's great. He's a good player. He's fun to watch. But, like, one thing that's clear is that he he, he really could be that guy if he, if he wanted to be. It appears that he puts in the time, clearly takes care of himself. So mm. it's just he's just got to do it. Could it be egg in his face, though, if he goes to another NBA Finals and loses in seven games to Denver, to uh, Timberwolves, some, you know, put in the Western Conference team that makes it to the championship? Would it be egg in his face saying that you're the best player in the league and then going out there again, losing another NBA Finals? Like, that's the only thing I'm worried about because, as we know, some of these players now, they're fucking, you know, you, they take a little bit of a hit when it comes to their self-esteem when you uh, knock them off that top peg, you know, and now that he wouldn't be the top guy because player X came in here and dominated the finals and not him once again. I think that could be a real big slap in the face for Tatum. Only if he lays an egg, if he goes out there and performs and they don't win, that's a, that's one thing. But if he goes out there and just, you know, lays an absolute egg, you know, has a Lamar Jackson championship, Series, like that sort of a thing well yeah. then yeah you, you look like a tool yeah. but if if he goes out there and you know is there the celtics best player and for whatever reasons and then this situation i'm gonna blame joe missoula now that they've lost and then yeah no i mean i don't think you know people probably forget it yeah uh the other thing speaking of mvp voting uh reports came out from all-star weekend saying that tatum told doc rivers to give jalen brown his minutes so he could try and win mvp we all know if Rich was here, we'd say something stupid like this is dumb and doesn't mean anything, but I think he's wrong. Uh, I think he's finally understanding the game. That is Jason Tatum, and that it doesn't take one person to win a championship. It takes a whole team. Even Porzingis has come out and talked about how Tatum could drop 50 a night, but is helping out his teammates with open shots. I mean, step in the right direction. I think this is what we need, which is what we always talked about. It's not one guy, it, and especially with this team, who's just loaded from the one spot all the way to the five. This yeah, is loaded. A, they are loaded, and if Tatum's taking a step back just so he can make his teammates better, I'm all for it. I'm all for Jason Tatum. I think, he, I, like you said, his nuts have finally dropped. He is a man. Yeah. He's playing with boys now, and he's going to hopefully make Banner 18 a reality come at the end of the season. You, you know, if, if Porzingis is seeing that, I think it's clear that it, he, he's a serious basketball man. Like, yeah. he cares about 
the sport. He wants to win games. Uh, and if he's noticed that about Tatum and he's obvious Porzingis is, is very good. Um, and it, it, if he's noticed that and saying it, that he could just, he could do what he wants, but he's trying, he's trying to play to win. Yeah. Um, you know, hats off to Tatum. Um, I do. I, I like Jason Tatum. He's, he, you know, he was drafted. What was it? Number two, number two, three. By the Celtics. Three. three. Uh, he is a top three draft pick by the Celtics. Uh, you know, he's, but you're one of these guys, you know, we always talk about with the Patriots, get a guy, let's have the, have him be on the team. That's what the Celtics have done with, you know, obviously Porzingis and holiday are additions, but their core that they are two guys here that they've been there the whole time. You want to see him succeed. Now's the time. How do you think that locker room is though? If that's how Tatum's treating like the players on the court, man, that locker room must be a fun atmosphere to be around. It must be like one happy ass locker room because with your superstar doing that kind of shit for the players that, you know, you're riding with, day in and day out that's that's something you got to look to and be like all right i'm fucking gonna tip my cap you know before we used to just shit on tatum all the time saying he needs to grow up i think he's finally growing up and i think he fucking sees the light in order to win you need to build it around your team and he's doing it right now takes a few months to get the stench of marcus smart and robert williams out of the locker room and i think it's happened now i mean finally you know people are timely um there's no more irrational outbursts uh so i think a lot of things could be much better now. What do you think the one thing would hold them back from winning a championship? Is are you baiting me right now? Is this a baiting? Are you? It's Joe Missoula. Okay. I knew it was. I just wanted. I to hear yeah, it. Okay. I just wanted to hear from you. Joe fucking Missoula. Okay, that's who it would be. Well, the big five game uh, uh, challenge starts tomorrow night against Dallas. And uh, what about you, Raymond? Friend. What's going to hold back the Celtics? Where are you on this? Jalen Brown. Jalen Brown has to play at a top. He has to play one B. I mean, Tatum's obviously one A. Jalen Brown's of got is it. just one B, and he he all he has to do is be one C. Yeah, I think one B. I mean, you saw last year. I mean, everyone saw that Jalen Brown couldn't drive to the hole without turning the ball over. He couldn't go left. There was a lot of uh, question marks in his game, and then he got that bag of money in the offseason. So now we have to. You got to prove it now. Like now, it's time. Because I don't think, think he's going to be here in a couple of years. Because I don't think Wick's going to want to keep spending money like he is. I think Wick That's wants exactly that what I was going to say. Is it a foregone conclusion that he's gone next year? I think they can do it for another year because Tatum's contract wouldn't go into effect until the following year. Yeah, like, it's like how Jalen Brown's was. Like you know how it was mm-hmm. like. So now it's going to be Tatum will get the bag this year. But it won't go into effect till the 25, 26 season, I believe. I'm not sure. Like, I'm not positive, but I think that's how it's going to go. So I think you got two years with Jalen. It feels like Jalen Brown's going to get traded to like one of these middling teams and just jock for numbers, like Marcus Smart, something Clinton, like that. Not even Clinton like Memphis. well, I mean, he's not even jocking. Like like you know, he's going to get traded to like insert you know like a, a Kings or like a random team like that where you're you're just. And he would love that too, because he thinks he's gonna fucking turn that exactly. franchise around. But like he's gonna drop and then just drop twenty eight and ten tonight, like because he, oh, I, I mean, he can do that in the regular season NBA, yeah. and then whatever the Celtics get back is what they get back. But that's yeah. what it feels like would happen, especially if they win the title this year. I wouldn't be surprised if that happened. Well, well, it's hopefully they win the title this year, and we can figure that out next season. What to do yeah. with Jalen Brown? But for now, let's throw it over to headlines with the obvious one. Thank you, handsome. The Celtics look to make it 10 in a row when they host the Dallas Mavericks Friday night at TD Garden. The Celtics are 27-3 at home this season. The Bruins are back home after a four-game road trip. 
They look to end a three-game losing streak against Bruce Cassidy and the Vegas Golden Knights. The game is going on as we record. The Red Sox spring training is underway in Fort Myers, Florida, and it sounds like they are in on Jordan Montgomery. Bullshit. Patriots are at the NFL Combine this week and has told people in the know that they are taking a quarterback at three. And finally, on this leap year edition of sports history in 1992, Boston's Ray Bork becomes just the third defenseman in NHL history to score 1,000 career points with a goal and two assists in the Bruins' 5-5 tie with the Washington Capitals at the Boston Garden. This has been Headlines with the Obvious One. Back to you, handsome. And thank you to Buffalo 40 for letting us use their music for these awesome segues. Robert, I throw it over to you. Uh, Let's talk some Patriots. Absolutely. Uh, So, Raymond, as you know, uh, the Patriots had their first uh, representative at the Combine, uh, maybe ever. Uh, (laughs) That representative was the de facto GM, Elliot Wolf. Um, And what I liked about what he said was he took a lot of the rhetoric we've been hearing from uh, Mayo and he actually gave it a little bit of context. He used the same words, but then kind of like described like a a football philosophy behind some of the words. Mm -hmm. Uh, Example I'll give where he talked about a collaborative, collaborative effort, all these things we were hearing from Gerard Mayo. He described how some of that collaboration will take place with the scouts and the information and that then they'll pass off to us and how then he'll make the decision. Um, and him being the one that said that he was the the one going to be making the the final say, I thought was big news. What'd you think about that? Yeah, it is big news. I thought John. We all know who's making the big calls here. It's not Elliot Wolf. It's fucking Jonathan Kraft. Jonathan Kraft has his fingerprint all <laughs> over this. Well, let's not fucking lie. The Krafts are fucking ruining Foxborough, and it's starting to all come to fruition. Everyone's starting to see it now. Jonathan Kraft is a fucking boob. He's going to ruin this organization. When Kraft dies, I thought everything was going to change. Nay, 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 nay. Jonathan Crabb is going to drive this franchise into fucking terrible, terrible decades of shit until he sells it because he's out of money and daddy's money ran out. I fucking hate Jonathan Crabb. Speaking of the crafts, have you heard people's criticism that are saying, I've seen a lot of criticism that this new dynasty doc, they're saying that the craft organ, craft entertainment put it out because it's basically making a Belichick look like a villain and the crafts looking like the heroes. Do you feel that way? No, no. You know why? I didn't I was, either in what I've seen of it thus far. I went to I went out to dinner with the Queen on Saturday and we were talking about this. I'm all team Bill now after seeing this shit. Because the crafts are it's a smear campaign going after Belichick. They're all fucking saying, you know, well, Spygate happened, you know, we had nothing to do with it. And I told Bill, you gotta go out there and apologize and say you're sorry for cheating because we don't we don't like that around here. That's not the way the crafts want to do things, do business around here. Bullshit. Go get another fucking tug job down there in Jupiter, Florida, you douche. Like, I am so sick of how the crafts are taking the shit. Uh, I I agree with you. Uh, so my takeaways with what I've seen from this particular documentary thus far, to me, don't paint the craft, Bob Craft, in a positive light. It made mm-hmm. him seem like a big fucking meddler uh, at the beginning uh, and kind of actually all the way throughout. Um, he seems kind of like petty. Uh, and I, I don't think he, he doesn't, 
he says that all the like uh, in the Mayo press conference about how you appoint someone and you let them do your job. It doesn't actually seem like that's always been his philosophy. No. Um, and you've mentioned some of his indiscretions, which I also like to bring up. There's actually seems to be a lot of things about Kraft out there that might not be that great. No, I, uh, I don't, the it, Meek it, Mill stuff. What's up with that? <laughs> uh, I hope we get that later on. The biggest episode everyone's talking about, like the final episode, how they're going to paint uh, Belichick. No, I want to know how they paint the whole picture with Aaron Hernandez and how that whole thing was fucking handled. That's the one I'm looking forward to, which is probably like two weeks away. But yeah. That's the one I'm so interested to see how they dive in and say, because he doesn't want his hands dirty. He hates having his hands dirty. You saw it with how uh, Tom Brady got re- uh, went to Tampa Bay, how he took the franchise tag, and it wasn't my call. This was Bill's doing, not mine. And then, you know, the stuff going on with Belichick now, how he got released. I want to see how they handled Aaron Hernandez and how they get around this. I agree with I, – I think a lot of the information that we've seen thus far – the information that we've gotten thus far on the dynasty, I think the only new stuff is like hearing from Ernie Adams. We've never heard from him. God man. damn, I fucking love Ernie Adams. So they, they yeah. need a thirty for thirty on that man alone. He's he's he is epic. Okay, and he is so so far that to me is really the only new information. Um, I think the Hernandez thing, just from reporting about what I've heard, will be new stuff that we've never seen before from this from the documentary like the spygate shit yeah we fucking know about spygate like okay that's not new and like the oh one documentary stuff like that stuff's been kind of like covered it was just like new footage and like presented to us again and we just haven't seen it in a decade because we you know when's the last time you watched anything oh one patriots right yeah so as far as new stuff i think the hernandez stuff could be super interesting uh and that's a that's a good point there um that was a fantastic tangent we just went on there sorry yeah Um, no 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 no, dude do not apologize um wolf wolf said a lot in his uh in his introductory press conference basically he said he wants to be the packers um never came out and said it but he's pretty much said it Yes, he did. He said they, they said they want to be the Packers. For those that don't know how the Packers run their organization, draft and develop, draft and develop. Uh, they free agents is a bit of an afterthought. You sprinkle them in. The Packers have signed some high name free agents. Um, they do do that, but basically everybody they draft is good, and they resign them. That's yeah. really how it works for them. Yeah. Um, what do you, your thoughts on if the Patriots shift to that? Uh, try and shift to that model. Oh, they're not going to try. They are going to do that model because Elliot Wolf also came out and said that he doesn't. Uh, he values the quarterback position where you always have to have a second one there, pretty much, kind of like what the Packers did with Brett Favre drafting Aaron Rodgers, even though Brett Favre wasn't on his way out. You get that guy, you train him, you get him into the system, you let him sit behind said quarterback for a couple of years, then you bring him in. They did it again with Aaron Rodgers with uh, Jordan Love. You know, you draft this kid, you fucking let him developed and sit in a couple of years. I mean, I think Jordan Love sat a little too long, but that's just my opinion. Four years, three years, four years? I think it was four years, and then you bring him in. So I think you're going to see that here. You're going to see them take a quarterback at three. I think that's going to happen. And then you're going to have – I think it's a foregone conclusion. It's a foregone quarterback. But I also think you're going to get in one of those big name – not a big name. You're going to get Joe Flacco. You're going to get Jacoby Brissett. You're going to get a Gardner Minshew. You're going to get some guy like that to come in here to be here for two years. So this said quarterback is a Drake May, is a fucking Jaden Daniels. We can sit behind them, learn the system, learn the philosophy of the game, and then plug them in in two years. 
Yeah, uh, I think it's a foregone conclusion. They draft a uh, quarterback at three. I would hope that the strategy is they're just going to put that out there, and then if somebody and maybe on the on the down low, uh, try and uh, leverage for an absolutely out of bounds deal that yeah. is just too good to pass up. You know, like the three ones in Jefferson trade, like some bullshit like that. that you then, can't. You you have to take that. You, if exactly. you're the Patriots, you so, have to take that. It, it, it's if one of those deals comes along, but if not, I think they're going to draft the quarterback. I, I agree there. Um, so with that whole draft and develop thing, Wolf let out another nugget. He said that the whole scouting approach, how they grade players, that whole shit's out the window um, and described a new system. Basically, what he described the previous system as is to put it in layman's terms is the, the whole uh, their grading system on how they do it was is is this player a fit versus is he good? So now it's the system instead of is is this person a fit for here is is this person you know good how good is he so it's stack ranking with literally who's just the best football player down to the bottom and ranking everybody in between. So you think so they're gonna I, do that with free agency as well? Sorry to interrupt you, but do you think no no you think this is gonna be just strictly for the draft combine or draft? I think it's strictly for the draft. I don't think the Patriots had that same thing in free agency. I think, I think, it, I think that was never that, that it was really about like, of course, there was a fit for the player, but that their grading system f- for a- current NFL players wasn't as stringent as it was for the draft. Hmm. Interesting. Very so interesting. Hey, whatever. But, I mean, I think if yeah. you have a guy that doesn't fit your system or fit your need, you shouldn't be drafting him. Said, you know, if Caleb. So the big thing I was listening to Felger Maz on the way home today, and they're like, well, a lot of people are talking about Jaden Daniels. A lot of be like his stock's rise. I have a like, thought about this too. I have a thought, especially yeah. the relation to back to Belichick. I just want to yeah, make so, sure I get that in. Yeah, absolutely. But the Jaden Daniels thing, his stock's rising. Now the commanders are probably in play for him. And then what if the whoever gets the first pick, maybe Chicago gets out of it and they really like Drake May. Drake May falls there. So now you have Caleb Williams at three. You take Caleb Williams. Does he fit your program? Does he fit your style? He is a big baby back bitch. Is he going to be on this team? Is he going to cause problems because of his attitude? So that's, I wonder if that's the whole – he was throwing that out there to let Caleb Williams know, you follow us, we're not taking you kind of thing. That would be a bold move by the Patriots if they passed on Caleb Williams. Very bold. I bet if Caleb Williams was there, that's when the trade would happen, hopefully. Yeah. Um, okay, my Jaden Daniels, my big, big conspiracy there. So Elliot Wolf had his – uh, he talked about how he traded the grading system. Uh, the grading that grading system landed us one Nikhil Harry, which was more about the fit. And why did the Patriots end up with Nikhil Harry? Because of the relationship that the Patriots had with who, or Bill Belichick, excuse me, had with who? Herm, Herm Edwards. Edwards. Mm-hmm. Do you know where Jaden Daniels started his career? Oh, Arizona, Arizona State. State. Damn Herm Edwards. Edwards. And who is Bill Belichick reporting as his number one quarterback was? Jaden Daniels. Daniels. I'm fucking out on Jaden Daniels. No, fuck him. He's trying to give us Nikhil Harry, too. I'm fucking out on Jaden Daniels. No, no, no. Wow. I I didn't know that. Now I'm out, too. You just, you, you turned my fucking. I'm not, I'm I'm out. So, do you want Drake May then? Uh, out of those options, yes, I want Drake May. Now I know you brought. I don't. You don't have this in here, but there was also another rumor that the Patriots and Falcons were going to make a trade from three to. Eight, I saw that. Yes, or three to nine. I forgot what it was. One to eight. One to eight. Then draft JJ. What the? F- How did this kid's stock rise so fast? I'm telling you, he's going to absolutely skyrocket up. He's he is going to be seen as a crystal clean 
prospect. He is going to test. He's going to he's going to run fast. He's going to throw far. He's going to lift. He's going to do everything. He's going to be squeaky clean. Everybody's going to like him. He's going to get drafted in the top 10. The, he can shocker, too, because before all this happened, they were saying, oh, maybe early second round, late second. No listen, way he's going to go third, but definitely a second round talent. Now he's getting talked about being in the top 10. If Michigan played him the way that they played him, because that's they didn't need to have him pass. Their de- their defense was so good. Yeah. Their running game was so good. They could beat everybody just playing defense and running the ball. Didn't even have to pass. So they didn't why? even need why? to. So then how is his stock going up so high? Well, so to your point, that's where his stock was based off of that. But now they're going to actually get this guy and see what he can do. And they're going to salivate over him. And he's going to get drafted just like the kid that went to the Colts because of all his tools. Oh, uh, Richardson? Yeah, Richardson. Yeah, that's just a it's, – it's a comp. Yeah. Uh, he's uh, – would I want the Patriots to do that? No. Um, I think he'll be successful. I think J.J. McCarthy will be a successful player. He's still only 21. He's young. Mm. So he still has room to grow. Uh, he – I. I, I think he'll be successful, but I wouldn't want to see him trade back for a quarterback just because traditionally that doesn't work. What happened to Bo Nix and uh, Michael uh, Penix? What happened to those guys? Those guys were the top-tiered quarterbacks that were supposed to go in this uh, top 10, top 15 in the draft, and now all of a sudden you're, hitting, you're not even hearing their names in the top 10. You're hearing J.J. McCarthy coming in here. I think Bo Nix is just Bo Nix. I think he'll get drafted in the second ish round and he'll get some run and he'll win some games, but he's never going to be anything other than what he is. Uh, I think he's like a thrower, not a passer. He's just a guy. Yeah. I think Michael Penix, it's just, it's his injury history. Yeah. He's, he's had four seasons ended with injuries to his shoulder and his knees. I think it's just all about the medicals. If his medical comes out that he can take a hit in the NFL and not explode, He'll probably be a high second round pick, maybe high first. What's his uh? Was how tall is he? Is he like six foot, six foot one? Six no, I, I, he isn't small. He's not small. I think he's probably you know like your average quarterback, like he's like six three, two twenty, you know, something like that. Because like, I didn't realize Caleb Williams was only six six one. Caleb Williams is small. Yeah, he's a and Connor he has Murray. a problem fumbling. He had an, an, an inordinate amount of of fumbles. So he's he, that you know what that means? He's got small hands. Nothing wrong with that. As we found out in the last show, nothing wrong with small hands. Bobby, continue, When did we talk please. about small hands? I don't remember a conversation about small hands. I, brought, I remember I brought these. This oh, yeah, 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 that thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, you would probably fumble a lot. No way. You I got you, fucking we, couldn't, we couldn't keep you on the field. Ball security, baby. No, 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 no. I wouldn't be a quarterback. I'd be running back. You would. Sir, you have a running back build. Husky, Thank low you. to the ground. Thank you. Dumb, dim-witted. Thank you. Short career. Very short career. See, yeah, no, I could see you having like two, three successful years blowing your money. And then like, you know, in the fourth year, you're on your like third team. And, they, you know, they're like, hold up. Why did we bring Langevin on? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I feel like I'd be like a Doug Martin. I'd have like a really good one season and that would That's be a like a phenomenal it. comparison. Thank you. Thank you. What they call him? The, um, something hamster. Yeah, yeah, the, he was. He used to yes. call him something hamster, but yeah, that that would be my call. Martin, I, that was I, a I good. Yeah, Martin. you had a couple good years, and then genetics catch up with you. Yep, and then you good just, for you. Thanks. Good for you. 
Then you find that bag <laughs> of Doritos and you're like, fuck this, I'm done. <laughs> that was another good uh, sidebar we went. On. Sorry, yeah, another tangent. We <laughs> no, made. no, please. We're not here. Please. Rich isn't here to like cut it off. So we're just fucking no, going. I know. Yeah, we just keep going with it. Yeah, fuck We yeah. just keep going. All right. My final uh, major takeaway uh, to discuss here from the Elliot Wolf interview was what he said about young players and how they need to play. Um, so pr- pretty much what he said is, you draft your guys and and you play them and you don't worry about mistakes. Yeah. Um, you, you, you don't, you, basically what it sounds like is you're not going to go into tension if you fumble anymore. Um, so that's good. Um, I like what, that. What's your... That's the one, that's the one thing I hate about Belichick to be honest with you is like, if you make a simple mistake by fumbling the ball, you get benched. Even if you're having like the game of your life, you make that one stupid mistake. Yeah. It's a mistake. <laughs> you fumbled shit happens and then you're benched and you don't see the rest of the field. And then you probably lose the game because one of your best players to having the better games is now on the bench because of a stupid mistake. Yeah. It totally stunts players growth. If you're all about the, I mean, you have to stick with it. They're going to make plays and then they're going to, they're going to also make mistakes because they're young, but you also get the upside of it. But obviously Belichick's whole thing was no mistakes to your job, blah, 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 blah. Yep. And 22 year old guys fuck up. So yeah, you're gonna have to live with it. So that's that'll be something. Maybe that'll add a little bit more layer of excitement that we'll see moving forward. I don't know. Yeah, that should be a welcome change. Uh, you know what else he did mention? He mentioned two people by name. You know who those two people were? No, who were they, Bobby? Uh, Mike Onwenu and Kyle Duggar. Oh, b- both guys that they want back on this team. Badly. Yeah, yeah. He, said, he specifically said that he wanted to resign him. Yep. Yeah. But you never hear that before. No, 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 no. You know who he didn't say he wanted to resign? Ooh, uh, was it one of the tight ends? Yeah, it was Hunter Henry. Ooh, Elliot Wolf doesn't give a fuck about Hunter Henry. Didn't mention him. Would you give a fuck about Hunter Henry? No, I'd rather have uh, like an electrician or a plumber. That's what I would rather have at tight end. No disrespect there, Raymond. No, thank you. I didn't know you were none, throwing shade my way. None, no, no. None, uh, I mean, it's been a positive vibes only show right now. And I yes, just didn't no, know yeah, no, no, the term for the words. Yeah, okay, none there. Yeah, no. Oh, but yeah, <laughs> Elliot Wolf, he doesn't give a shit about Hunter Henry. No, he doesn't. <laughs> called, out, called out other free agents by name. Yeah, but would you? I, I wouldn't sign him to another multi-year deal. I would re-sign him to, if it was uh, beneficial to me as the team because he is a good player, but I wouldn't prioritize him. But what if said next quarterback that comes in doesn't really have a safety binky for the tight end position and you need another stud wide receiver, wouldn't you want to give that money to a wide receiver coming in instead of Hunter Henry? I certainly would. Um, I and I don't even know what the I don't know what the market is right now for tight ends either, so I don't know who the big name tight ends are. But I think you can find a uh, lightning in a bottle. I, mean, he, yeah. I think Dalton Schultz is the big name tight end. And Did you, you see... There's a lot of guys in the draft too. I think you could get a guy later round, second, third round, if you really you want to build this guy. off. Yeah, draft him. I mean, we'll put it this way: just the, the way I view it. I mean, so they got what was it? Farrell Brown. He was their third tight end. Bring him back on a cheap deal. He was fine when he played. He did great. And then get signed two other guys like that, and then you're fine at tight end. No. Like the team has so many other holes. They just need to like you can't fix every position group this year tight end is a group where you can run out three guys and they can do a job and will you focus on the the key cornerstone positions tackles receivers yeah. edge defenders corners i just want to say how i've grown because i could have had a litany of mother jokes when you just rattled off all that right there and i was the bigger person and held my tongue and didn't say one mother joke so 
kudos to me for being the bigger person nowadays. Good for you. No, I've held back one as well. I had a, I, I had a good one later. Rich, before, Rich yelled yeah. at me. He didn't yell. He just was his stern father voice. He uh, said, you know, we got to cut off on the mother joke. So I bit my tongue as you were talking about gaping holes and, you know. Oh, he's a big baby about mother jokes now that we've gone live. Yeah, I know, but hey, whatever. Ah, whatevs. Yeah. All right. Um. Oh, and then Gerard Mayo spoke. Do you have anything to glean from that um, wonderful um, soliloquy that Gerard Mayo gave us? No. You? No. He didn't say anything. No. Thanks for uh, thanks for that, Gerard. Yeah. Um. Quick note: Did you take a look at the? Uh, they released the games. Of Who course. the Patriots will be playing yeah. home and away. Every year I look at that because, uh, as you know, my father and I take a trip every year to an away game. Oh, where are you guys uh, going? Well, so I've hit a lot of those. I haven't hit Jacksonville, San Fran, Tennessee, or Chicago. The rest of them I've been to. Chicago's Jacksonville blows. Don't go to Jacksonville. Well, I think it would be dirt cheap to go to Jacksonville. It would though. be dirt cheap. If, yeah, if you're like, going for price. Like a, go for like a Saturday, like fly Saturday morning, go there fucking get in the hotel and pretty much not leave and then go the to the game Jacksonville might give you a rebate for showing up there so that's yeah possible. but chicago's you could also get at. a lot of meth oh well that's i mean you could get meth here oh well i mean you can try some jacksonville meth might be different from what you're used yeah, to it could be a different taste yeah but yeah i think chicago's the one i'm looking at bobby i'm looking at chicago next year yeah i think yeah maybe depending on when the game is chicago's a cool city um never been to chicago never been never been now chicago's fun it's a cool place yeah. Yeah, it's pretty that's interesting. What I heard. That's what I've heard. So uh, I'm interested to see. I mean, it's going to be a tough schedule. I mean, you have look you ever been it. to the Great Lakes? Just have you ever been to any of the the any place that borders the Great Lakes? Yes. It's just kind of cool because, like, you know how, like, literally how they build like directly up to the lake. It's kind of yes. weird. Yes. The city is like up to the lake like that. Oh, Chicago, you're speaking. Yeah. Yeah. So that is kind of cool. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it is cool there. You know, cool food. Whatever. Obviously, there's shit to do. Oh yeah, I mean, yeah. food's a, food's a must. But yeah, Chicago's the yeah. one. But I think it's gonna be a tough year next year. I mean, it's not a cupcake. Uh, you got Buffalo twice. You got the Dolphins twice. You got the Jets twice. Then you got the Texans who were really good division. last year. Then you got the Texans, the Colts. The Colts weren't that bad last year. Texans won their division. They're good. Uh, the Rams. I think they're gonna have a bounce back year. Seattle. Again, new coach, new regime over there. Chargers, same thing. Then you go away to, what, the Cardinals, who is going to have Kyler Murray back. Jacksonville's yeah. no slouch. San Francisco defending NFC champs. Tennessee, yeah, new I'm regime. And I agree. It doesn't look like the schedule of a team with the third pick. No, it looks like a team that's so. going to get their fucking doors blown in every game, and it's going to be another it's possible 5-12 and 12 season. It's possible that we'll be discussing the Patriots' plan on a top-five pick next year. Absolutely. <laughs> Well, yeah, that's what I that's what I got for this. That's it. We're done. Perfect. Here. Perfect. Uh, quick break. <laughs> All right, Bobby. Uh, we're gonna try to attempt to. Uh, Fix the Hall of Fame. Like I said in our opening take, or my opening take, I went to the Basketball Hall of Fame. It was a fucking joke. Uh, I want to change it from the Hall of Good back to the Hall of Fame. So there's going to be a little bit of, uh, with you. yeah, we're going to go dive down and see, and you can throw us some things in here. But uh, first and foremost, there needs to be a criteria to get into the conversation. You just can't be electing like baseball writers of Hall of America, just voting these guys in. 
there has to be some sort of criteria that you have to check boxes in order to even get your name mentioned into these Hall of Fames. Uh, so are you someone that you can plug onto a team and make them contenders? I bring this up with Devin Hester. He just got elected to the NFL Hall of Fame. You put him that on the Carolina. That was a bad one. That's a bad one. You put him on the Carolina Panthers. Is he going to make a difference? Is he going to win games for the Carolina Panthers? No. 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 You're a punt he's Fun. He's, he'd be fun to watch when he was Devin Hester, but. But no. he's not going to. You put him on the 2024 Carolina Panthers, he's not going to make a difference. They're not winning games. So that's my first criteria. You got to actually be a difference maker. Yeah. You got to put someone in there that's, you know what? This guy changed the philosophy. He helped the team win. He won games for his team. Devin Hester, yeah, didn't do that. Not even fucking close. So that's my first criteria. Agree to disagree. I agree with that. I I agree that that should be something that the voters are taking into consideration. Yeah, because we'll get to it, but there's another point I have later down the list that my last point, but uh, your resume must include at least one individual award, either for your position or for the league, a la MVP. Like you need to be able to say, Hey, I am the best shooting guard. I won shooting guard of the year. I won running back of the year. Shooting guard of the year, an award. No, probably not. I just talked out of my ass. I'm just trying to make an example of something, but like you won defensive player of the year, Marcus Smart. You have a chance to get to the Hall of Fame now because you were the defensive player of the year. I think that should be a criteria. You have to be the best at your position, not just mediocre and make Pro Bowls because three other quarterbacks got hurt and then your name's Mac Jones and you got elected to the Pro Bowl. That's this one thing that I hate. You have to have some sort of resume where you're great. Agree to disagree. I agree. Let me for for the Hall of Fame. I mean, first of all, baseball and football have gone off the rails um, recently with their Hall of Fame voting. I think the fucking NFL's gotten terrible. The NFL's oh, gotten terrible. way worse than MLB. Baseball. I mean, the the players that are getting voted in now. I at least am aware of these careers because they they had taken place before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Truly checked out of baseball. Uh, but yeah, with, with the NFL, it's, it's crazy. Like who they're letting in and calling hall of fame players, players that at one point, first of all, if you're, if you're going to be in at some point in your career, you had to be considered the best player at your position, the best, like that, that, that's a a fair statement. It doesn't have to be that you were Michael Jordan the whole fucking time, but like, you know, if you were, you know, your Brett Favre were for four years out of the time, you were the best quarterback. Exactly. Something like that. Like you don't have to win a championship, but you would have to be like, if you're not winning a title in some way, then you got to be Dan Marino. You got to be that good. No, I totally agree. Like Andre Johnson, does he check that box for you? No, not at all. He was on the, with the Texans. And then who did he go to like the Ravens after that? Like he was around a little bit. Yeah. I think he bounced around a little bit. It's just like, he was a very good receiver. Like, the only reason he was around when we were of that age where you care about every single football player and it's fantasy football. So, you know, these guys, but like he wasn't a winning football player. He didn't no. matter. He was, he was just a guy like he is not a hall of fame player. And I don't like Julian Edelman has a significantly, if, if he's in it's Julian not because Edelman, we're biased. Yeah. Yeah. We're not biased by it, but Julian Edelman, I think has a hall of fame career. Well, hundred percent. It's just also you can't. Can you tell? My put it this way. My 
a question you would have to ask. Can you tell the story of the NFL? When, whenever Andre Johnson's career was, whatever, whenever that was, X year to X year, can yep. you tell the story of the NFL without Andre Johnson in it? Yep. In Julie Edelman's career, can you tell the story nope. of the NFL without Julian Edelman in it? Nope. No, you can't. Nope. Julie Edelman, Hall of Famer. Uh, going through the list, it's Dwight Freeney, who I think is a Hall of Famer. He was a beast when he would play for the Colts. He helped the Colts defense win that Super Bowl in what was that? Oh eight, oh nine. That's when you play the Bears. Yeah, I, I think he's one of those names that you forget. I think you go back and you look at his stats and his accomplishments. You're like, all right, he's pretty good. Yeah, uh, or oh six. It was oh six. Yeah. Uh, Devin Hester, I don't think belongs. Andre Johnson, I don't think belongs. Julius Peppers, no. Fringe, he's on the fringe. Uh, Patrick Willis, yes, I think he he went to the Super Bowl back in 2012. I don't know if Willis had the longevity for me. He was a beast linebacker, though. I mean, he was uh, great, but I don't know. Is do you think he's I, one I of those things Willis. too? Is like if you're he's on the cups, he's on the cups. Like if you're on the cups, I, I don't he, think he belongs. I have to go back. I don't. I don't know his career 100. percent But for me, I know that when he played, he was a beast. I'm just thinking he was only really good for like four or five years. Yeah. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. Yeah. So uh, the NBA also did theirs uh, for the 2023 class, I think it was. So please hold. Oh, Rich made a mother joke. So yeah. I mean, again, it's just. <laughs> Mark uh, Pau Gasol's in there. Uh, who else is in there? I'm trying to find it. And of course, it's bullshit that you can't find. Dwayne Wade headlined it. Yes, deservedly so. Dwayne Wade, Dwayne definitely, Wade. definitely Hall, of Hall of Famer. And then you got Nowitzki, Hall of Famer. Hall of Absolutely. Famer. Uh, Tony Parker, Hall of Famer. Hall of Famer. Uh, but yeah, so it needs to be something like that where there's no doubt about it when you don't well, look at the name and be like, <laughs> oh, whoa, 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 whoa. This is interesting now. So, in a, in a day which you've come out and slandered the NBA Hall of Fame, we're now in agreement that they're the only ones that get it right. Fuck it, Ray. Come on. Be better. Be better. All right. Well, uh, this was my last thing, but uh, the Hall of Fame, make it worth something. The NFL is pure gold. If you ever have a chance to go out to uh, Canton, Ohio, go check out the NFL Hall of Fame. It's not in a strip mall. It's in the, a place by itself. It's not in a strip mall. Uh, when you go to the Basketball Hall of Fame, you got a fucking subway. You got this other fucking rinky-dink establishment Isn't there in there. Like an Uno's too? Isn't there an Uno's? There's an Uno's next to it. Yeah, it's yep. it's like there's a, uh, Chevy, there's a Chevy dealer too. Uh, yeah, and then across the the highway or the freeway, whatever the fuck you want to call it, there's the fucking casino. So it's really not there. It's just one of those things where yeah, let's just throw this in here. Isn't the well, Baseball Hall of Fame supposed to be the best one? Never been, and I yeah, doubt no, you no, have I either. I don't. I've never heard anybody say anything bad about it. Uh, the other thing I had was uh, no longer let writers who have their feelings hurt by players make it so they don't get these players in, a la the Baseball Hall of Fame. Uh, you got people like Barry Bonds who should be in. You got people like uh, Alex Rodriguez, Roger Clemens, Sammy Sosa. All these guys should be in, but because their feelings got hurt, the writers don't want to get them in there or the PEDUs. Who gives a fuck? what they did they were never suspended they were never violent you know maybe they did it during their career but who cares it made baseball exciting made people watch baseball back in the day that whole uh 
Mark McGuire, Sammy Sosa, home run chase back in what was that? 99, I believe it was when baseball was pretty much dying, but that yeah, those two guys, 99. those two guys pretty much fucking kept baseball alive and had everyone watching. Oh, did you see, did fucking McGuire Homer today? Did Sosa Homer today? I mean, that is a fucking Hall of Fame resume in itself. Just that one season alone for those two guys. You Get remember these that? Guys. I, I specifically remember that. That's when baseball was cool. That was when baseball was cool. And you'd actually watch baseball. Or you'd yeah. be watching, uh, I think the NBA was on ESPN back then. And they would fucking take a break from it to see if Mark McGuire would yeah. hit a home run. Like, no, that was exciting that, yeah. times. That was like when baseball was thriving because of those two guys. Who gives a fuck if they're doing steroids or PEDs? Let these no, guys in awesome. the Hall of Fame. Yeah, let these guys in the fucking Hall of Fame. You see the Barry Bonds head shrunk back to normal? Well, yeah, that's what happens when you stop taking HGH. Uh, and man. also, my last thing, some years, there might not be players to be inducted. Who cares? Yeah. You know, if there's no one that meets the criteria, don't let them in. Let's not just have it for show so you can sell tickets to who knows what or whatever. Just fucking if they're not if they're not Hall of Fame eligible, don't fucking let them in. Some of these guys just don't belong into a Hall of Fame. They get the Hall of Fame, not the Hall of Good. And that's my rant. I'm all with you there, Ray. All right, Bobby. This or that after this. All right, Bobby, I'm going to throw a curveball. It's going to be this or that with the bot pod edition tonight. Let's do this. I just got something sent to me by someone, and I don't know what they're talking about, but perfect. Uh, this or <laughs> that, Marvin Harrison or Jaden Daniels at pick three? Well, you heard I'm out on Jaden Daniels, so give me Marvin Harrison. Yeah, uh, I'd go Jaden Daniels. I'll take Jaden Daniels all day. I don't think Marvin Harrison is going to change the franchise around. I think you need a someone to throw him the ball so give me Jaden daniels uh ohio state or duke bobby what's the context here just as a school in general uh their sports you have to be a fan of their sports teams oh um i'll go ohio state really yeah i was trying to fucking cave you into going for oh, duke or no, something because no, no. you oh yeah i'd go ohio state too i fucking hate duke Hate yeah, everything Duke they stand, Manning. especially after that fucking kid got hurt the other day because the fans stormed the court. Fuck that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, Cowboys or Indians? Uh, Indians. My people. Cowboys. Obvious there. I oh. see what you tried to do with two in a row. You didn't even you didn't even sugarcoat it. You're coming after me twice. Yep. Uh, forced to watch on Sundays. NASCAR or women's basketball? I'll go suicide. Uh, I'll go women's basketball because I can get around that. I can I could watch that. Some of that shit's pretty good. Uh, this next one, I have a photo for you, just in case you didn't know who it was. Margot uh, Robbie uh-huh. or Sydney Sweeney? Which uh, which one of these two is who? Uh, Sydney Sweeney is the girl with the large breast and black dress. Uh, Margot Robbie is the girl on the right with the Barbie pink dress. We'll go Sweeney. Sweeney. We go Sweeney there. Why, why are you going Sweeney there, Bobby? Uh, I find her more attractive than the Barbie chick. Uh, I'm going Margot Robbie. That is my crush. I will always go Margot Robbie. But Sydney Sweeney, she has something that uh, is making it very intriguing for me to go the other way. Forced to participate in golfing with your wife or watching her favorite movie with her. Oh, um, I'll go movie. Movie. Golfing is dumb. Uh, I might go golfing just because I'll get enjoyment out of that. And, you know, maybe she'll hit a ball once or twice and it'll be good. But 
my wife talks through every single fucking movie that we watch and like ask questions, like even though I've never seen about? it. And it's just like, please, God, please stop. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> Denzel Washington or Leonardo DiCaprio? Denzel. Denzel faux show. Uh, what's a scarier natural disaster? Earthquakes or tornadoes? Hmm. Um, I would probably go earthquake because you can't get away from it. Not that you can get away from a tornado, but it might pass right by you where an earthquake is everywhere. I think a tornado, I'm going tornado because they scare the shit out of me. Tornadoes, they just pop out of nowhere. Earthquakes, you can take shelter or hide I behind suppose. a door jam or something. Tornadoes, you're fucked. I don't, <laughs> I don't have a fucking place to go to, so yeah. give me fucking tornadoes are scary. Uh, next one. I have another picture reference for you, Bobby. Ultimate Warrior. Or Sting. I bring this up because Sting is wrestling his uh, last match this weekend. So who do you take? Well, so I have to pick between these weirdos on who's who's what who do, who I like better. Yep. Uh, There's only one right answer. Give me the guy with the hair on the left. Nice. That's the Ultimate Warrior. That's the right answer. Correct, <laughs> Bobby. Uh, last one. A little fuck Mary kill. Sarah Michelle Geller, Jennifer Love Hewitt, Shannon Elizabeth. This is the easiest question of the night. Um, Sarah Michelle Geller is murdered. Uh, really? Absolutely. She's dead. Really? I would kill her. Why? Because yeah. she's useless. She serves no purpose in life. She's she's dead. And I don't believe she aged well either. So she doesn't look out. that bad. She doesn't look that bad nowadays. Well, fine. Well, and the, the the rest of it. Then Jennifer Love Hewitt, uh, she she can get it for a little bit, and then we'll marry young 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 Shannon there. She'll she can stick around for the long haul. Mine would be I'd fuck uh kill Shannon Elizabeth. How did why? I just I'm she didn't have that longevity like the other two did. I uh, who cares about uh, the I'd, career? I'd, I'd I marry don't care about the Jennifer, career. I'd marry Jennifer Love Hewitt and Sarah Michelle Geller. I'd um. Give her the then why were you questioning me if you're killing her too? Oh no, yeah, you did. Okay, no, 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 you was different. No, I'm going to have Every intercourse. Week, I was going to have intercourse with Sarah Michelle Gellar. I, you I wanted her. to murder I, Sarah Michelle Gellar. I killed her. She's dead. I I heard. I'm just very intrigued by that. I just didn't see that coming, Bobby. I don't like your answers to that. Clearly, you're not into blondes, which I get. So no. Uh, so yeah, that was quick, simple minds. Uh, simple <laughs> minds of the week. After this. Oh, back to school, back to school, to prove to dad that I'm not a fool. But I will say, I don't know if you can tell by looking at me, I do have family members with Down syndrome. <laughs> it almost got me up. <laughs> I dodged it, but it nicked me, it nicked me. I'm a bit of a daywalker myself. Are you stupid or something? Thomas is stupid as a stupid does. Well, there you go. Uh, Simple Minds of the Week. Bobby, uh, you usually have these, but I, I threw them out there for you this week. Yeah, you know, you, you did good. You I did tried. Good. Uh, this first one, I don't know if you saw this, but Wendy's introducing surging like prices like Uber. Talk about a death of a franchise. I mean. How can you not go there and expect a four for four deal? And now it's not a four for four deal. It's uh 
four for $24 because everyone and their mother wants it because they're high up their ass and they just want a little munchies. And now you fucking go with a Wendy's. Oh, hold on. And- they're going to charge you a different price based off the time of the day. Yes, Those they are. Scumbags. You did not hear about they're this. They're going to off of. <laughs> I mean, I must, I, I have a different, uh, subscription than you probably do with you know i do fast food all the time but i'm trying to lose weight but anyways uh this like came to me i heard this the other day and i was like are you fucking serious so now they're going to do like uber like things like if there's a uh, high traffic time they're going to charge more for their food if it's less traffic time then it's going to be back to like normal prices or another different price but yeah wendy's is changing the fast food game now with uber like prices they are scumbags i think it's simple i think that's a so wendy's we don't have like a in and out or uh, what's another one, a big burger chain out there in the West coast. But Wendy's is pretty much our establishment of a classy fast food restaurant. And now you're going to take a, that away and make it like, like a five guys or whatever, something like that. Yeah. Well, we have five guys that's in Manchester. But, yeah. yeah, yeah whatever. That's, that's very price. It's going to be like five guys. It's going to be paying five guy prices for Wendy's food. Now scumbags. Think, think of it like that. Very well, well put Bobby. Mm. Yeah. Scumbags. Indeed. Uh, so like, I'm glad we're both on the same one. Uh, the second one I have here is, uh, what was up with these chicks? Well, this is in Venice beach. And apparently this one lady was naked, butt naked and was fighting this other woman who had a, uh, spike club. So the woman in the tank top, as you can see, not the naked woman was trying to fight this girl off. Obviously drugs have to be involved. I mean, you're in Venice beach, so something's going on. But yeah, she was hit, trying to hit this girl with the the naked girl with the club, and the fight ensued. And then the naked girl got it, and everyone was cheering and taking photos and videos of this girl. But yeah, drugs are a terrible <laughs> thing, Bobby. Terrible, terrible thing. Seem I mean, really bad. That's I think that's what Jacksonville's like. So I wouldn't go there. Well, this is Venice Beach. This is on the West Coast, so it's not like you know, Jacksonville. Yeah, so this yeah, is more classy. Think- yeah. The, yeah. It's still, I, I mean, you, you mentioned drugs. I think that looks a little methy to me. So. But you think it's the, the, you're in Venice Beach, so it's the good drugs, I'm thinking. So if you go to Jacksonville, you're not dealing with good drugs. You're probably dealing with the crack or something like that. I think uh, I think they got themselves some lowbrow drugs there, too. <laughs> Either way, I mean, if you got a naked girl fighting off a fucking big girl, I mean, I'm going to watch that all day of the week. I mean, oh, of course. I know. I totally understand how it found your feet. Yeah, totally understand. That. TMZ always gets that once in a while. They give me the, that clickbait. You just see yeah. headline comes out: naked woman fights off. I'm like, boop, 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 click, 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 click. Yeah, there's not enough clicks for that. I fucking was like, oh, what, what we got here? And then you see it's blurred out. And then you're doing like the 1998. You're home alone. Your parents aren't there. You're trying to watch the scramble TV, hoping you can see a nipple of some sort. Yeah. I didn't. I didn't. Speaking of that, do you remember when back in the day when they would give like uh, like those Showtime and HBO like oh, yeah. uh, like sneak previews for like oh, yeah. a month? Oh yeah. So then you would just wait until like eleven a.m. So you, or eleven p. You know, like at p.m. for the fucking nut, the good stuff to come on. Softcore porn. Yep. That was I awesome. Had a, I had a black box when I was uh, youth. Good for you. Those were the days. My forearms got a workout back in the day when I had that black box. Just so you know, Bobby. This has been the Simple Mind Sports Show Rewind, February 29th. Happy Leap Day. Uh, catch us next week, same time, same station. Bye-bye. So you said forearms, so you would use, you would switch switch, switch sides? You didn't have like a preferred side? No. I, you, you, Either one? Yeah. 
You're amp- ambidextrous. I'm more lefty, anyways. But yeah, if you got to get oh, the righty, you're fucking... handed. No, I just use my left hand to jerk off. Yeah, but you write with your right hand. Yeah. Why is that? 